Hey everybody, this is Dr. Jeanette Collazo, and you're listening to the Power of Why podcast, a show about human behavior in the workplace, productivity, human error, common sense, and critical thinking. Hello, everyone. This is Jeanette Collazo. I'm your host, and this is the Power of Why podcast. Today, we're going to talk about something very interesting, but it's information that basically you are never going to use. So I call this enjoying useless information. All right. So we're going to talk about some weird things about the world, about people uh, that we don't know. And, and sometimes, you know, there is a reason for them. Sometimes there's no reason or we don't know the reason, but it's very interesting because this article talks about a lot of things that we don't know, but that they're very interesting and you'll be surprised. So let's start. Some of the ones that caught my attention was the fact that there is an astronaut that is allergic to the moon. Poor guy. Can you imagine you, you finally made it to NASA and now you have to your allergy medicine because you're going to the moon. That's very weird, but let me explain. During the Apollo 17 mission, astronaut Harrison Schmidt found out that he had a severe reaction to moon dust. Poor guy. Oh my God. Another thing that it was very interesting is the fact that there is a toilet museum and it's in New Delhi. You can go there and see the evolution of toilets because I imagine we are very curious and that's very important to know. Did you know that the official bird of Redondo Beach, California is the Goodyear blimp? Because we don't have any other birds. No, we have to have the, the Goodyear blimp. But in, in 1983, the coastal city made the Goodyear blimp their official city bird in anticipation of the 1984 Summer Olympics. So I guess it makes sense with, you know, sport, with sports. This one is very cool because, you know, you have to have a visual for this one. Did you know Viking men wore makeup? They were very worried about their appearance. So makeup kind of makes sense. I can't imagine which makeup, if it was good or bad, I don't know. But think about it. Think about a red lipstick in a Viking. Yeah. Yeah, you can live with that thought the rest of the day. Also, did you know that or how old were you when you learned that Q is the only letter that doesn't appear in any U.S. state name. This one got me thinking, and of course, I didn't do the exercise. I'm too lazy for that. But to validate or fact check this information, it's not that important. But it's actually true. There isn't a letter Q in any of the names of these states. This one makes me think about the astronaut and the moon. Okay, it's this is a sad story, but... Nonetheless, interesting. So did you know a jockey once won a race after he had died? That's very sad. You know, it's like going to the moon and then being allergic to the moon. It's like riding a horse, you're going into a race and the jockey died. So Frank Hayes was hailed as the winner at a race at Belmont Park right outside New York City in 1923. However, there was a slight problem. It's not a slight problem, actually. Hayes suffered a heart attack and died in the middle of the race, so the celebration wasn't exactly sweet. Poor guy. All right. Did you know that sharks love the taste of the internet? 
Yeah, this one is kind of stupid, but let me tell you why they say that. It's just that sharks have an inexplicable taste for the new fiber optic cables that are being stung along the ocean floor. It's like, I guess, rats eating part of your cables of your car or, you know, that type of stuff. So I wonder if rats really like, you know, those cables. Another one got my attention is the fact that the word strengths is the longest word in the English language with just one vowel. I remember, you know, like I said, I'm from Puerto Rico, so I speak Spanish is my native language. And it's interesting because I remember when I traveled to Germany, I remember saying, this is the only language that is basically, that, you know, basically consonants, they don't have vowels. That's why it's so, it's so difficult to speak. But that's, of course, a joke. But it's interesting that you can actually make a word with one vowel. I can't imagine that because in Spanish, you have all these vowels. And that's why we uh, sound like we're singing. And I guess that's cool. This other one had me like, is this good or bad? But I think it's good. So did you know that the feeling in KitKats, it's made from damaged KitKats? Think about recycling. So they basically, what they did was, let's take these, you know, imperfect production material. Maybe they had air bubbles or some other issue. So... The chocolate bar is not thrown out. What they do is that they ground up into fine paste that and turn into a filling that's then incorporated back into the production process to create new Kit Kat bars. So, yay, green Kit Kats. This one I like because it's absolutely useless. Did you know there are 118 ridges on the side of a dime? Count them and let me know. Do that fact check. Also, there are 119 ridges on the side of a quarter, 150 on the side of half a dollar, and 198 on a dollar coin. I don't know who had this job of counting things, or, or maybe it's just because of the size and the design or whatever. But there you go. Maybe you want to count them and let me know. This one is very good one. Hear this because this is something that surprised me, especially because I work with human error and I work with deviations, non-conformances and things that do not go wrong in production, specifically manufacturing. So this one actually made me think that I need to study this company a little bit more because they only have 18 out of 1 million Lego pieces defective. So out of a million pieces or units of manufacturing, they get only 18 that are defective. And that's basically, that's out of the 20 billion pieces that they manufacture every year. So imagine you count that, but it's interesting that they have a very well or precise, you know, like mold for that. So it, and, and companies should do this, make sure that, you know, everything is perfect. Also, this one is very interesting. It made me think about the potato head because I said, okay, so if we have a planet that's shaped like a potato, which is basically the fact, it will be interesting to have, you know, a game of put the potato in the planet. So there is a planet that's shaped like a potato. It's about the same size as Pluto, and it's called Eumea Orbits. All right, so there you go. I don't know. Imagine 
like a potato. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out a, a planet in a form of a potato. Which potato? The small ones, the medium ones, the large ones, the ones that have a lot of little things in them because I don't know how you call them. Which type of potato? Now, now I'm curious. It, this one made me want to go there. Actually, it should be very interesting, and this one is useful. Did you know there is a museum dedicated to failure? And this is basically a place in which you learn those failures of organization, and some of those failures actually became better products. You know, it happened with Viagra, it happened with Post-it notes. There are other situations like that that it's, you know, explaining this failure led to this. You know, it's it's very interesting. So. In this museum, you're going to see 159 failed products and innovation, all right? They display some bad ideas from different companies. One of them is the Harley-Davidson perfume and Colgate, frozen entries. Why? Called frozen entries. And the last one, Microsoft Zoom, which was a total failure. Also, sometimes you have to think about exercise and sports, you know, and have the opportunity and the availability to, you know, to exercise and, you know, be healthier. So did you know that there is a basketball court in the U.S. Supreme Court building? But yes, there is. So it's at the top of the floor uh, of the U.S. Supreme Court building. And that the former storage room was turned into an exercise area for courthouse employees in the 1940s. So right now it's known as the highest court in the land because it's a basketball court. Duh. All right. This one is cool. I didn't know that. And it's interesting that I learned it and now it's obsolete. But did you know that Twitter bird has a name? <laughs> it has a name. Why is it that I didn't know this? So the name is what? Larry. The bird is was called Larry. Sadly, rest in peace. Now it's X. All right. So it was named after the NBA player Larry Bird, who used to play for Twitter co-founder Biz Stone's home state, the Boston Celtic. So yeah, it's called after Larry Bird. Sorry that Larry, it's gone. This one, it's not an information that we don't know, but it's something that I identify with. So did you know almost half the world's population Watch both the 2010 and 2014 um, FIFA World Cup games. I'm one of those. I can't miss them. Not even once. I'm an addict of soccer. So I can tell because I know I see. And yes, it, it's the sport that is most watched in the world. So that was in the one in 2010 was in South Africa. And it was shown in every country and every territory on the globe, including Antarctica and the Arctic Circle. Imagine that. So that meant a record breaking of 3.2 billion people around the world watched the game. So later, like four, yeah, four years later, it was in Brazil and they got basically the same number. So it's kind of consistent. So also, did you know that it's illegal to own just one guinea pig in Switzerland? You know why? 
because they don't want them to be alone because they're social creators that prefer the company of other, you know, guinea pigs. And, and that's the reason why it's illegal. That's okay because, you know, elderly, they can live alone. Yeah, they can, but not the guinea pigs. Also, this one is a, a little funny. Did you know that the Statue of Liberty wears a size 879 shoe? Girl, that's that's a lot. So basically the the you would need a you know if the Statue of Liberty needs a new sandals, it will take 879 shoes to cover her ginormous feet. This one is about alcoholic bird. Did you know birds in Minnesota get drunk off of berries? I wonder, is there a difference in the birds in Minnesota? Do they have their own AA community? You know, what's wrong with the birds on Minnesota? Or is it the berries? Right. So that is one thing that occurred in 182818, in which the police department, the Gilbert, Minnesota, a police department issued a notice to the public warning about birds that appeared to be a little under the influence. It turns out that the airborne animals were apparently eating berries that had fermented due to early frost, which was making them feel a little pissed, a little less than sober. Yeah, the drunk birds, like we need more drunk entities. Also talking about sports, and I talked about the basketball court in the Supreme Court building, and you know, there are some weird sports, but this one, this one is going to make a lot of people happy. I'm not, never will practice this sport. It's not for me, but maybe you like it. So did you know extreme irony is an actual sport? And how is it that I didn't know this? I always thought that it was a chore, but no, it's an actual sport. So this founded in 1997, this challenge proves that it's not for the faint of heart. Competitors have to press shirts in unexpected locations like high up in trees, hang over cliffs or padding white water rabbits. Yeah, because we need that. Yeah, when I when I go shopping, I take the clothes and I make them I make a little ball in my hand and if I see that it's, you know, wrinkled, it stays right there. I can manage. I hate hate ironing. This one actually made me think about the fact that things change but not that much. All right? So did you know people in mid medieval England had rap battles? And I thought this was reggaeton and I was in this was trap. No, 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 no. No, no, no. In England, England, give me the tea. They actually had rat battles. I can't imagine how that will look like. So this is when two opponents will trade insults at each other. And it was widely popular in the 15th and 16th century. And you would think that we were get over that. But no, now we have a lot of that as, as well. This one might be useful, and and especially because, and I like to run, so this is something that I'm going to try to measure, even though I don't know how I'm going to measure it. But did you know that there is a precise speed where jogging becomes running? Yes, six miles per hour. So if you run a little bit over six miles per hour, you're running, not jogging. Semantics. 
This one, when I read it, I thought about my father. My father had, you know, a number of strokes and one of them actually affected his memory and the language. He couldn't talk. But you know what? The sharpest memories are from early adulthood. He couldn't talk and the memory was very bad, but he could sing. And he used to th sing along a lot. And when I was in the hospital, the, he, he couldn't talk, but he could sing. And it's because of the memories of early adulthood. And it's called Reminiscence Bump. This is a psychological concept that theorizes that as adults reflect on their lives, they remember more events from their 20s than from any other time. Uh-oh. <laughs> So that means that I'm going to, re oh my God, the 20s. What, you know, what do you do in, this, in, this, in your 20s that you want to remember? Thank God for absolute no social media when I was young. Uh, this one reminded me of a show. It was called A Thousand Ways to Die. Why I was watching the show? Well, I don't know. That's, that's my creepy brain. But did you know a Brazilian man was killed in bed when a cow a cow fell through the roof and landed on him. Can you imagine you're, you're sleeping and all of a sudden there is a cow on top of you? It's like, my Lord, of course he died. But here is the thing. What, the reason why this happens is, it happened is because a cow that had been grazing on grass on a hill behind his house walked until onto the asbestos roof and fell through, landing on the man. So I, I, I'm thinking two things. Either you die because of a cow or you die because of the asbestos. I don't know which one is worse. This was in 2013. It's, you know, I don't get it. But yes, there was asbestos there. This one is so cute, but actually reveals illegal activities. All right, so... Did you know Santa Claus was giving an official pilot's license in 1927? That's interesting and it's very cool. You know, this was in 1927, Santa Claus was giving a pilot's license from the U.S. Assistant Secretary of Commerce for Aeronautics. So that means that before 1927, Santa Claus was breaking the law. Hmm. Naughty, naughty much. It reminded of me. <laughs> I used to work in a pharmaceutical manufacturing uh, site, and I remember my peers had a Jeanette kind of a dictionary. So it was the, the G dictionary, something like that, because they, they say that I would invent words. It's not that. It's just that I had a very technical psychological vocabulary. Of course, you know, I have a PhD in psychology, so I should learn a few words that are not that common. But listen to this one. Shakespeare invented more than 1,700 words. So he needed more words for his pieces. So yeah, it created plays and poems. And today there are many words that come from those that Shakespeare invented. So don't give up. You can invent words too. This one is kind of an emergency. <laughs> it's an emergency. You know, Houston, we have a problem. So did you know that Japan is suffering from a ninja sword shortage? Maybe that's why we started talking about the turtles. 
<laughs> Bad joke. Anyway, so if you ever dreamed about becoming a ninja when you were little, now is the time to make your childhood dreams reality. So in 2018, the city of Iga, which is which claims to be the birthplace of the ninja, suffered from a ninja shortage <laughs> despite the fact that they were willing to pay salaries as high as $85,000. Unemployment, ninja, eh, it requires a little bit of training, but I guess in case of an emergency, bah! This one is for you hoarders. <laughs> so did you know the average U.S. household has 300,000 things in it? Jesus, you know, consumerism, buying things and wow. And actually, I did the last, I think it's the last episode that I talked about consumer psychology. So there you go. It actually, this is evidence that is true. This one, I remember I had to go to Singapore for a project and I learned that they call themselves a the fine country you know, a fine country. And you might think that it's fine, like, you know, nice and so forth. No, no, no. The fine country means that you are going to get fined <laughs> if you if you do certain things. One of the things that um, is banned in Singapore is chewing gum. And I remember when I got there, it was like, there's in the stores nothing. There is no chewing gum in Singapore. And the reason for this is because, you know, it's, you know, litter. People throw it on the streets and, you know, how it looks like. We have seen one or two about that. So the idea is to keep the city's reputation for being spotlessly clean. And it is. And it is. Another thing that it's illegal or banned, it's spitting and urinating anywhere. But in a toilet. So that was also, you know, banned. You can't talk too loud. You have to be very careful. You can't listen, you know, music too loud. So basically they're trying to avoid contamination, even if it's, you know, objects or food or, you know, your actions or, you know, even other things. And, and another that was lifted, it was nicotine and dental or nicotine guns. So it's no, 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 no. So yes, Singapore is a fine city, so behave or you'll get fined. And talking about uh, bubblegum, you know that McDonald's had the brilliant idea of creating a bubblegum flavored broccoli. So there, McDonald's had a bubblegum flavor as broccoli. Who wants that? Who gets these ideas? Where do you get these ideas? I'm so, so, I don't know. It's so above and beyond. Jeez. You can use this one to make sure that you, you know, keep your household safe and that there are no fires in your house. So be careful about this one. This one can be very useful. Did you know that grapes light on fire in the microwave. So no grapes in the microwave. I don't, you know, if you're trying to create a racing, that's not how it goes. <laughs> that's not how it works. So guys, don't put grapes in the microwave. 
These are a few others that that I want to mention, and these are very interesting. So one of the things that that is useful also is the fact that when you smile, there is a release of endorphins and some chemicals from the brain that associate smiling with, you know, with, with being happy. So if you're sad, try to smile. Maybe it makes you feel better. I've tried it and it actually works. And also it's contagious. Smile is contagious. So if you're smiling, it's going to be very difficult for a person that has eye contact with you not to smile. It basically, you know, it's kind of automatic. It's like yawning, you know, it's contagious also. And this one is very cool because when I learned this, that it's contagious, this was an experiment that I did. You should try it. All of a sudden in a restaurant or something like that, just yawn, you know, just do it. And if you see somebody else doing it, they were looking at you. Don't look at me. And this one, I'm going to close with this one because I want to, okay? So did you know that there is a psychological disorder called foreign accent syndrome? Well, I didn't know, but all of a sudden I have another diagnosis. It causes individuals to develop speech patterns that sound like they have a foreign accent, even though they have never lived or learned that language. Well, it doesn't apply to me, but so basically these are some of the things and, and of course there is a lot more, but sometimes we just have to hear things that are liked and cool. And that's what I wanted to do today. So yes, did you know that, that we need to ask why all of these things happen? Probably not. We don't have to do it for everything, but I wanted to share this, enjoy it. And I actually enjoyed it myself a lot. So Thank you so much for listening. Remember to share and please let us know if you have any requests in terms of topics to the power of why at gmail.com. For now, it's over. Take it away. Thanks for listening to The Power of Why with your host, Jeanette Collazo. Make sure you subscribe to the show and share. And also, you can send us an email to thepowerofwhypodcast at gmail.com. We hope you enjoyed this episode and that you will join us next time.